Hey everyone, welcome to the Work Time Fun Podcast. I'm your coworker L, and let's get started. All right, on today's podcast, we're going over quite a few things. We've got news from the WB or DC side, and we're of course going to go over the latest uh, Moon Knight episode, uh, episode three, and also Halo. I, you know, I'll briefly go over it, even though I've been talking crap about it lately. And maybe even Picard. I don't know. Uh, it's quite interesting. So, yeah, let's get to it. If you haven't seen already, there's a Stranger Things 4 trailer that came out. That's for Netflix. And that's going to actually come out on what was that? On May 27th. So let's all be ready for that. That's going to be pretty cool. And May is going to be a pretty busy month. All right. And then over on WB side of the news, or DC, uh, there's this little... Um, I guess opening trailer for the Batman. So a more definitive date and time is going to premiere on HBO Max streaming on April 18th, which is just a few days away and at 9 a.m. apparently. So be ready to watch that if you really want to get into it. I would. I'm going to be watching that for sure. And maybe do a re retake of my original. What's that? My original review and probably do a deeper dive. Hmm, might be interesting. All right. Furthermore, if you might have known or might not have known, there's a Variety article about the new Warner Bros. Discovery. So what happened is Warner Bros. and what's it called? Discovery Network, they uh, merged or whatever. They created a new, I guess, uh, program called you know, uh, Warner Bros. Discovery, I guess they're called. And the new CEO, the guy in charge, uh, David Zaslav, so according to a lot of sources, said that, you know, they're, they're looking at a new direction for DC. They've pretty much, for lack of better words, know that they need to step up. And you know, that's actually good news. That means that we're going to get, what can you say? We're going to get maybe someone equivalent to a Kevin Feige on the Marvel side or the MCU side. And so if we have someone like that, that just, you know, watches over the whole DC side of things, whether it's film, TV, comics, man, just think you could actually have all those DC characters finally getting their rightful stuff out or all the shows and movies actually matching together, just like how Marvel does it with their stuff, you know? I don't care about what's better, Marvel, DC. I love them both. And if this means they're able, they're able to pump out even better content, you know, that's better for all of us. Wouldn't you agree? All right. Anyway, let's go over Halo Episode 4, Homecoming. All right. I've been giving this uh, series a lot of crap lately. Um, I, yeah. It, it, I'll give it a shot still. I mean last episode i was just in shock that hey all right not only do we have a helmetless um master chief and now we have basically a butt naked master chief <laughs> i mean yeah i guess you know off with the helmet off with the clothes <laughs> anyways um this this episode i mean a little bit less action than all prior episodes i'd say probably even the least amount i'd say almost um 
Well, except for that little scene in the Planet Madrigal with Quan Ha's storyline and Soren. But, eh, that wasn't even much either. So, uh, this... I think there's a little bit more story building in this going, in this episode, I mean. And, you know, more about learning about what those artifacts are for the Halo, what they eventually find out. And then, oh man. <laughs> Alright, let's just get some gripes out of the way. I mean, man, I just can't get past the fact that Master Chief removes his helmet so, so much, so effortlessly. It's like... Dude, why even bother having a suit on? Why even bother, I mean, putting a helmet back on, taking the helmet off, putting it back on? What's the point? I mean, just keep it off or keep it on. For the times that he, he does take off the helmet, I mean, what's the point? There really is no point. And, but, okay, that that's more like a preference thing, I guess. And I don't know, because it bothers me because... You had the show like The Mandalorian. You know, we didn't have to see his face that often. I mean, it happened only in really, you know, special moments when it needed to happen. And that was great. And the rest of the time, it's just a helmet. We get it. We know who the guy is, you know, and he keeps the helmet on. Cool. You know, he still is able to portray what, what we need to know out of that character, the Mandalorian character, with the helmet on. So, I'm sure they could do the same thing with Halo, with Master Chief. Okay, end of gripe there. Also, what's the deal with Kai? I mean, she's uh, basically copying what Master Chief is doing. She's removing her little emotional chip thing that was in her back. Same thing as Master Chief from the prior episode. I mean, is she also going to start being more free and open, just like Master Chief? I guess, I guess that's where this is headed. Furthermore, on characters that don't matter, what about Quan Ha? Huh? <laughs> I guess she, there's a little bit more to her than, uh, than just being the last person of her clan or of her group, I guess. I guess she wasn't. There were still more refugees or rebels, I guess, that were in hiding. Only to find out that they're no longer want to be rebels. They're just going to you know, bend to the will of whoever the guy there is in charge of Madrigal now. But for that aunt that died, um, protecting Quan, or, you know, just she faced the assassin. She told Quan Ha that there's more to their family history and their history on that planet. And just as I kind of suspected or a lot of be other people suspected about Quan Ha, man, they're going to make her have a bigger storyline and I don't know, man. Are we going to make this into Halo with Quan Ha as another major character here? I'm. What's this going to be about? I guess we'll see. Maybe she becomes a future Spartan. <laughs> That's probably the only reason I think that'd be acceptable. You know, she, after everything that's happened, you know, she lost her own family. And then it's just her. Then she's like, all right, I want to become a badass too. And learning from Master Chief, she becomes... You know, another Spartan herself. Hey, there you go. That's what makes it more worthwhile, I'd say. And then back to Master Chief. Uh, apparently, uh, Dr. Halsey was there in his hometown, or his home planet, when he was a young boy. 
So was she grooming him ever since he was young? <laughs> Just kidding. All right, that's going the wrong direction there. But I'm, you know what I mean, though. Um, is that a suppressed memory or is that something not true? I'm pretty sure it's a suppressed memory since that's what's been going on there. Since Master Chief removed all those inhibitors and whatever. So he's able to get a better glimpse of what's going on from his memories. And then that's what helped them get to that other artifact or that other cave or whatever to, to find that other artifact that Master Chief found when he was a young kid. And so we'll see what happens. I mean, I think the plan for Dr. Halsey is, okay, let his emotions go free so he can find out all these things. But once he finds out enough stuff, then of course try to use Cortana to get control of Master Chief again. But of course, that's not going to work out, and then, you know, Master Chief's just going to roam free again. But, or maybe he'll he'll play around, or he'll play coy and pretend he's under control, just so that they don't try to arrest him again. <laughs> we'll see. Alright. Now, let's jump into Moon Knight Episode 3, The Friendly Type. So, I thought this... In this was a really cool episode. I mean, we got a lot more Moon Knight action when that popped up. And kind of funny how a little back and forth between Mark and Steven. And apparently maybe a third personality. Yeah, because when they're... Okay, jumping a little ahead here. But, you know, there's a moment um, when Mark or, or Steven. Yeah, Mark and Steven. They're both fighting off these, uh, these guys over there in Egypt. And... They're trying to find Arthur Harrow, so they're kind of roughing up these guys. And in between, like, blacking out and stuff, Mark thinks it's, uh, well, Steven does take over at times, and then Mark takes over again. But then there's a moment where both of them, like, say, what did you do? Steve, what did you do? It's like, me? What did you do, Mark? And he said, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Uh, but then before they can do act or anything, then they have to pay attention to something else so it never gets dressed and you know and that leads you to believe okay there's a third person that, that pops out of course in the comic books uh you know moon knight or mark grant or mike specter sorry he does have five personalities so there's steven mark and i think the next one might be jake according to a lot of people on comic books and um, different things out there but yeah, this is going to be interesting. Another theory that I heard, possibly, is that what if it's just Khonshu taking over? You know, he's he's taking those little moments where, okay, it's in between Mark and in between Steven. And, you know, he just wants to get things done, so he just takes over. Well, that's another possibility. Yeah, we'll see. But it's cool. So in the beginning, you know, you get this chase. Well, it doesn't really start at the very, very beginning. In the very beginning, you get Layla's little intro scene. Which is cool because you get a little bit of backstory about her. You know that her dad was an archaeologist. and She learned this kind of craft about, you know, making fake passports and stuff from this lady. So she's got this kind of, you know, interesting past herself. You know, she's almost kind of like a Robin Hood. She steals artifacts from those who've stolen it in the black market and returns them. And, you know, keeps some for herself to make some money to support her efforts <laughs> anyway so she's got a few skills of her own that's that's good to see and that's how i guess her and mark kind of you know got together in that kind of aspect well we're probably gonna see a little bit more of that 
this kind of, this episode kind of alludes to that that there's some history there that we gotta uncover and then we get into mark specter he's chasing down these guys to try to find out where arthur harrow is hiding out and you get to see a lot of skills uh, as mark specter himself and not just moon knight so this may lead to the fact that the next episode he may not have the moon knight powers because of what happens at the end which we'll get into and so you get to see that okay mark does have some skills on his own because he is a mercenary so of course and then the cool thing is that well, i don't know if it's cool but just the fact that they keep switching back and forth in this episode I think more along the lines when it got to the fight when they were the Mr. Mogart, which is the, uh, I don't know if he's an arms dealer or just someone who buys artifacts and stuff. But then when Layla and Mark Spector like connect and then try to have to find that uh, Senfu sarcophagus in order to figure out where Ahmed's tomb is, then they go to that Mr. Mogart guy to find Senfu sarcophagus for the clues. And, oh uh, yeah, he's also, a few weeks back, there was news about the actor in Moon Knight that passed away. I was like, wow, oh, who's this guy? No, we don't see him until finally this episode. And if you see towards, like, the end of credits, mid-credits, or whatever, you see, you know, in memory of Gaspard Gulil, you know, the actor who played that guy. So, uh, that's unfortunate. I don't know how big of a role this guy's going to have. Uh, maybe that'll be it, just this episode. Who knows? We'll see wasn't too much in anyways so the cool thing i like um going back to this is you know when steven he doesn't like all the fighting he just wants to say hey hey you know like calm down everyone let's just settle this as you know gentlemen or whatever <laughs> i forgot what he said but then as soon as shit hits the fan then he's like all right mark you take over you take over nobody <laughs> I thought that was so funny because he realized, okay, they're in deep shit. They need to get, they need to like stop these bad guys from like just hurting him. So he lets Mark take over. So it's cool. And then they have the moment like, okay, they had that little map room, map thing from the sarcophagus, but you know, Mark doesn't know the, you know, the brainy stuff. So he's like, all right, Steven, go ahead, take over. Figure this thing out. And so he was like, all right, let's do this figures out how to make that maps constellation sting and then oh now th the this part this is trippy because this has you know this could have implications bigger than just this episode or bigger than just this show so to get the constellations they needed the night sky to match what was on the senfu's sarcophagus clue thing only problem is that was 2,000 years ago and the night sky is different today than it was you know all those thousands of years ago so Conchu knowing that he's going to be imprisoned you know turned into stone if he does anything again to alert their presence or make some kind of weird thing happen on earth because of him he allows Steven to use their powers combined together in order to change the night sky to match 2,000 years ago so that they can get the constellation to match on on that map thing they have. All right, so they get the map to match the night sky, so they get their thing. However, in the process, they show, like, everyone else in, in Cairo or Egypt freaking out about the night sky, like, tripping out, spinning like it does. 
and you know it leaves you wondering is this happening just there or is it happening everywhere it's like the opposite side of the world is a sun and a daytime just kind of spinning through or is it more localized just to egypt like this kind of visual thing also is it just visual or is it physically happening with the stars getting aligned in the night eh, i don't know maybe it might just be visual especially since you know contra is just a visual mark or steven's head but then again, everyone was seeing this happening. So there's a little bit more to it. Kind of like the eclipse that Conchu made happen, which of course is what brought them to the whole Ineat group, which was interesting. I mean, there's supposed to be nine of them, like how Steven always you know, corrects, oh, there's supposed to be nine in the Ineat. You know, I guess the the Egyptian gods who are, who are in control or in, I guess the ruling, party of all the gods egypt gods or whatever but there's only a few of them so uh, what was the rest eh, who knows anyways so Conjure already knew that he was gonna get in prison or turned into stone he said and before he disappeared he made sure to tell steven hey make sure to uh, let mark know to free me all right so there's a little clue into the next episode there and yeah we're going to see how much uh, we're going to get no Moon Knight action next episode. Or will we? Yeah. Either way, it's pretty cool. I, I, overall, this has been a good series. I mean, I, it's... How can I say? It's good in a different way. Um, I'm still edging Loki over all these episodes just because Loki was more fantastical and you know just the whole like okay this is really deep into what we expect out of Marvel and Moon Knight it's kind of like I feel like it could be just you know a non-Marvel show it could just be a separate show on its own you know in a way I'm thinking you know, it's it's almost like Deadpool you know how Deadpool exists you know Marvel or Fox universe but it was always its own thing it was separate and it could exist separately while yet existing in those Marvel or Fox you know movie show era that's how I feel Moon Knight is or at least the way that they made this show because it doesn't exactly fit in any particular timeline time frame you know it just exists so I mean that that makes it cool because you know it allows an marvel or whoever to just plug it in wherever it needs to be so you can see that as a good or a bad thing i mean because the continuity continuity <laughs> could be uh plugged in anywhere but then you kind of lose the feeling of like okay this doesn't connect with anything so it kind of kind of loses that oh well maybe this is just the one series that's why and then it's going to branch off into the movies so you know moon knight's not gonna have another season like a season two of loki it's just gonna be this one mini series and then he's gonna branch off to the movies so yeah we'll see so yeah it's a good show enjoying it so far can't wait for the last few episodes all right we've got quite a bit on this episode today and yeah hey i hope you all enjoyed this i'm gonna cut it short i'll probably do more episodes over the weekend or uh, plug in a little bit more because I have been watching a lot of shows. So definitely want to talk about all those. So anyways, that's it for me. I hope you all enjoyed listening to this podcast. I hope you all enjoyed listening to me. So until next time.
Have a fantastic day.